Worshipful brethren, brethren all, welcome to Freemasonry in seven minutes or less. In this episode, we'll be discussing our recommended books for people new to the craft. If I could recommend anything to a new Mason, it would be read. Read, 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 and read some more. One of the things you'll find out in your first year in Freemasonry is that it can be overwhelming and somewhat confusing. You have to do a fair bit of memory work on something uh, which at the time will be nonsensical and seemingly irrelevant. This, I think, is what puts off new members, never for them to return after collecting their three degrees. For this reason, we have compiled a list of reading material and key texts to help the newbie in the craft. I'll be recommending four, as will uh, Brother Earnshaw, as it's extremely easy to overwhelm people in the subject and put them off. So first of all, I'm going to read two Masonic books, and then we're going to read uh, two philosophical books as well. Yeah. Yeah. So my first book is Anderson's 1738 Constitutions. This, I think, should be given out at every first degree. Sadly, it's not, but you can find cheap facsimile prints on Amazon for a few pounds. A facsimile version is preferable as there are things concealed in the frontispieces and text that you cannot see in plain text versions. Uh, the world is a very different place than in 1738, but this gives a good glimpse into what was of concern of those involved in the early days of the fraternity. My third book is the Jewish Study Bible, English from Hebrew, or any Masonic Bible. Masonic rituals are based upon events in the biblical narrative, and you cannot understand Freemasonry without delving into the Bible. The problem is that fundamentalist attitudes towards biblical stories have poisoned many people's attitudes towards it, so it's refreshing to see a modern scholarly version that approaches the topic from a rational and historical perspective, revealing the complexities and deeper aspects of the allegory. May I also recommend, as a compliment, the lecture series by Yale, hosted on YouTube by Christine Hayes, titled An Introduction to the Old Testament. The link will be in the description. Uh, If you think the Bibles were written by dribbling superstitious tent dwellers with primitive and cartoon (laughs) ideas of the creator, then this will definitely change your mind. Interesting. Over to you, Brother Angel. Okay, so <laughs> my two Masonic books. Uh, the first one I would recommend is Mackey's Revised Encyclopedia of Freemasonry. Well, actually, I'm cheating because actually it's three books in one set. But the reason for my choice is that it's actually a very easy read and it's just great for dipping into. You don't have to read whole pages. You don't have to read it in order. And it's just full of fascinating facts. And it's probably the uh, best all-round Masonic encyclopedia. I personally own the uh, 1966 version, the ninth edition. Uh, but um, it's still available online, secondhand, and it's a good buy. Um, if so, if you ever have to make a presentation to a lodge, uh, just open any page and there's just tons of information and ideas for short talks. So the second book I would recommend um, is Symbolism of the Blue Degrees of Freemasonry, which includes Albert Pike's Esoterica. It's uh, edited by Arturo de Hoyos. My edition is the 2005, I think that's the newest. I like this book because Albert Pike introduces a lot of interesting symbolism about the lodge. And secondly, De Hoyos has included four valuable exposés, which I refer to a lot in my own books, uh, Spiritual Freemasonry. The reason these are important is because it shows the development of the ritual from the early days um, 
and also just after the first expose of 1723. And there are lots of interesting illustrations. Those are my two books. Interesting you should mention that book, Christopher, mm. as I bought it online last week. Yep. They're, yep. they're pretty difficult to get a hold of in the UK. Uh, there is an edition in print at the moment in the US, which can be bought directly from the Scottish Rite store, but mm. they wouldn't sell it to me in the UK or ship it there. Oh. Uh, they said they just couldn't do so. No real reason for doing it, but I would heartily recommend any book by Arturo de Hoyos, a high quality author, and uh, very, very good. And also Pike as well. Um, he wrote another book called Morals and Dogma. That's worth picking yep. up. I yep. bought mine on eBay, a few quid. Yep. There's lots of Masonic bargains to be found there. Yes. Okay. Well, look, that brings our two Masonic books to a close. Um, moving on to our, I'd say, philosophical books, maybe. Yep. Yes. Uh, the, the third book I'd recommend is Vitruvius's 10 books on architecture. Because let's not forget that Freemasonry started off in the operative mason skills of London. And this was the standard textbook on architecture from its publication until relatively recently. Wren's Masons meeting in the taverns surrounding what was to become St. Paul's would have known it very well, along with Euclid, Euclid's Elements and Palladio's four books. Vitruvius' description of the measure of man inspired da Vinci's best-known sketch, so named after him, the Vitruvian man, which describes man as his... Uh, being within a square, within a circle. It's an interesting motif and one that should be explored. Yeah. So my um, my final book is uh, Philosophy as a Rite of Rebirth by Algis Uzdevinius. And this is a criminally underrated book and is possibly the best cross-cultural examination of the idea of death and rebirth in relation to philosophy that has ever been penned. It covers such topics as ancient Greek, Platonic, Neoplatonic and Egyptian views on the subject, as well as uh, alchemical and theurgical perspectives. It's quite, uh, it's, despite those being quite uh, broad topics, it's very, very easy to read for a novice. It's a brilliant book, which is co-published with the Prometheus Trust. And for those that don't know, the Prometheus Trust are a charity that reprint the combined works of Thomas Taylor, the great English Platonist and Greek translator. Mm. So for a few quid, you can buy the finest editions, English translations of Plato, Plotinus, Porphyry, and Iamblichus, and even the Chaldean Oracles. Uh, it's a family-run business, a family-run charity, and they do free online seminars on, on Plato for those that would like to join. Uh, they're very friendly, and um, they delight in sharing philosophy with people. So okay. that's um, that's my four. <laughs> okay, that, that sounds great. Um, so... My two books I would like to introduce uh, are more spiritual. Um, the first book I would like to recommend is The Secret Life of Plants by Peter Tompkins and Christopher Bird, published in 1989. Uh, the reason this is important is because it shows how plants communicate to each other not just plants that are in the same room or the same forest, but even uh, separated by long distances. And the importance of this is that if plants can communicate, then humans must be able to communicate or at least access um, spiritual information in a similar way. So this book introduces some very simple scientific experiments that you could even do yourself at home. And I think it's a groundbreaking book. And then my last book uh, is also about um, spiritual content, is Edgar Casey, An American Prophet, by Sidney Kirkpatrick, published in the year 2000. 
This is the biography of Edgar Cayce, who was a deeply religious person brought up in the American Bible Belt, who at first quite unwillingly became a very spiritual person. And it's his story of how he used that gift. It is a fascinating story of what an ordinary person can achieve. Uh, I recommend it highly to anybody. And those are my four. Fantastic. Well, that makes eight. Yep. And that will definitely see you through your first year. Don't strain it too much. Don't try and take on too much reading because it'll, it'll just put you off. Um, we'll return at a later stage and we'll list all the books that had an impact on us. That probably won't be seven minutes, I'm sure. <laughs> but um, that brings this episode to a close. If you have any questions, please email us on the link below. We now part on the square and we will meet soon. Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>